bring in a little Ric Flair right there. Welcome to Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Nerd Alert Podcast. Maybe this is your first episode that you've listened to, that you've clicked on, that you've downloaded, you've done whatever with. Uh, thank you for that. I've actually been picking up quite a few new listeners as of late. I don't know if it's our whole situation, the whole situation the whole world's in. It's not just the United States. It's not just Europe. It's not just this country or that country. Everyone is dealing with this thing right now. Everyone is being impacted by it. It's unprecedented. It's unknown territory. We've never seen something like this in uh, current generation. But uh, we are all dealing with it. We're all impacted with it. I'm impacted with it by myself. I'm trying to have as much normalcy as possible. That is the best way to deal with it. Uh, it sucks being laid off. It sucks not having a job. I'm there. I'm there with a lot of other people. A lot of other people are in unknown unknown waters. Uh, I've worked in the automotive industry the last 17 years. And I'm no stranger to layoffs. I'm no stranger to shops closing up. I've dealt with it. I went through the Great Recession of 2008 to 2010. I was unemployed. Couldn't find a job. Very frustrating. Very mentally and emotionally and spirit breaking time in my life. Um, but I made it through and the best way to deal with this, to deal with the current situation, if you are impacted by it, first of all, I'm sorry that you're impacted by it. It sucks, but the best way to deal with it, if you are impacted by it, if you're furloughed, if you're laid off, if you have no job to go back to future is very uncertain, Try to have as much normalcy as possible. Get up every day. Shower. Shave. Do your normal routine as much as you possibly can. That is the best way to mentally deal with it. It sucks. Having the future unknown is probably the worst thing of like, well, you know, I'm not getting any money now. Like, what the hell? What the hell am I doing? Um, How am I going to pay the bills? A lot of stress. Huge stress. Uh, I'm going through it. How am I going to pay rent? How am I going to keep groceries on the table? How am I going to pay car notes? How this, that, you know, there's a lot of unknown. Um, but one day at a time and as much normalcy as possible. That's how I got through it. It's how I survived it. Almost didn't survive it. Uh, I've talked at length in previous episodes about dealing with the whole Great Recession and all that. And uh, here we are. Here we are dealing with the stupid COVID-19 crap. Um, but man, this thing, this thing's wicked. It's changed everything. It's changed sports. It's changed events, uh, be it Comic-Con, be it E3, be it, you know, whatever. Uh, it's not happening. And uh, WrestleMania was actually two nights this week, and I'm actually a big wrestling fan. And uh, watched WrestleMania both nights, and uh, man, I'm kind of glad there wasn't a crowd there. Uh, it was very lackluster, very, very lackluster to say the least. Probably one of the worst WrestleManias in recent memory. And uh, I've watched quite a few of them. But we had WrestleMania 3 right down the road for me. Unfortunately, the Silver Dome is now demolished. It's torn down. It's a giant empty parking lot currently. I don't know what they're doing with it. There's a lot of things up in the air, what they want to do with the property, but... Uh, WrestleMania 3 was there between Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and um, Ricky the Steamboat Dragon and I want to say it was Shawn Michaels that was there that he versed but uh, like I'm on information overload right now but they set the all time 
all-time attendance record for an event at like 90, 90 plus thousand people, which is ridiculous. That it's right down the road for me. Uh, but I can remember going there and watching monster trucks and stuff. And I went to the last event, which was a monster jam was a monster truck show. And uh, I actually did that for my 21st birthday. I was on my 21st birthday that that happened. And they're like, Oh, let's go to the bar. I'm like, man, I want to go see monster trucks. I want to go to the last event ever at the silver dome and this and that. And it was cool. It was a very special time. Uh, but WrestleMania this year was very just lackluster. Like it didn't have that, that normal polish to it, that normal shine. I was like, man, there, there was a lot of little gimmicks and stuff going on. It was interesting. Like some of the matches were interesting because you could hear them talking crap to each other. And I was like, that's, that's awesome. Uh, but the whole, like, can't have a huge gathering, this and that, da-da-da-da-da. They still put it on. They still entertained. And there were some matches that actually did pull me away from current events of, like, stressing about, okay, money, this and that, having a roof, providing for my family, all that thing, all that stuff. And uh, the match that really broke out over the two nights that really stood out, that probably saved Mania, I would say, would be the Undertaker match, the Boneyard match between Undertaker and AJ Styles. And uh, Taker came out American as the American badass on the bike and all that, the bandana. That's what that's what AJ Styles wanted. Of like, I want the Taker 10, 15 years ago. Well, 10, 15 years ago would put him as the tail end of the American badass run before he just went back to being Taker. And he came out on there. It was great. It was a great, great time. It was entertained. I went back to being that eight-year-old boy again of like, Oh my God, like this, this is awesome. This is when I, you know, used to watch wrestling in its prime. And, um, the storylines now are just kind of, kind of weird. I don't really care for it, but it was very entertaining. I was, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Uh, there were a few rubber matches, a few matches. I was like, yeah, whatever. They're just in there, in there. And, um, some matches they squandered like universal championship match. They squandered, um, the match between, Brock Lesnar and, um, oh, why can't I think of his name now? So freaking tired, too, because I stayed up watching it. Um, I can't think of his name. For the life of me, I can't think of who Brock Lesnar faced. Uh, used to be a jobber for years. Used to be like, oh, Intercontinental Champion, like, a handful of times over. Like, they never gave him a push, and they finally gave him a push. Uh, he does the Claymore. Crap, I cannot think of the damn name. I'm going to have to look it up. I'm absolutely going to have to look this up right now. Drew McIntyre, that's who he faced. Actually, I had to look that up. Uh, my brain, like I said, is on overload right now. But uh, that was that match was squandered, man. That should have been a way more of a battle than what it was. And, of course, we know who is coming out of that, who's getting the push. Drew McIntyre. And uh, I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see that Drew McIntyre finally has something that he's been pushed he's been in the wwe for years uh like i said he was a jobber he was always a low to mid card he always fought for the inner him and dolph ziggler had always fought for the intercontinental championship they never really quite got that push like especially mcintyre never quite got that push like he he had promise he showed a lot of promise something happened he left he got cut or something and he came back, and he came back, and I mean, he's just, he's a badass. And I'm like, oh my God, like, he needs this push. He needs this push. He needs this push. 
And to see him finally get it at Mania, to finally win his first one, I was like, oh my God, like, so, like, I know everything's scripted and all that, but I was like, oh my God, it's so good to see him finally get his push. Like, he's been entertaining us for years, and now he's finally, you know, top dog. And uh, I was very pleasantly surprised by that. The uh, men's tag team championship match was pretty good, too. And I was like, hey, you know, all right, you know, I'm digging that. You know, I always like watching Kofi perform at a pay-per-view or Mania. He always does something crazy. And I was like, all right, you know, cool, whatever. Um, title didn't switch at all there. Title was retained. And I'm like, yeah. You know, other than that, other than that match and the Taker match and um, the uh, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens match, uh, everything else kind of sucked. Like, everything else was kind of, like, really, really bad. And I don't know if it's in the fact that they're in a scramble because of this whole COVID-19 thing or if it's just the way things were planned. Uh, but I'm like, man, it, it's a unique situation because you can't have a crowd there. You can't have too many people there. And I think that's why they had it over the course of two nights. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, maybe maybe you guys should have held it off to this thing's done. Then have Mania. I understand you have a whole pay-per-view thing you want to do. And just watching at home, like, I've gone to events and stuff. I've gone to SmackDown. I've gone to Raw. I've gone to pay-per-view. I've gone to WrestleMania before, which is a hell of a time to see in person. It is an absolute riot. I went when it was here at Ford Field in Detroit, which was WrestleMania 23. And that was a good time. Like, that was a really, really fun time. But I've gone to the events before, and just watching at home, and there's no live crowd, it's weird. It's very different. Like, I've been watching for years and all that. Um, I came in watching when Hulk Hogan was big and Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior faced off and all that. And I didn't know who to cheer for because I was a fan of both. And I'm like, man, you know, like late 80s, early 90s is when I came in. Attitude grew up through Attitude Era. And uh, now here we are, like PG Era and all this. And like the Taker match between uh, Undertaker and AJ Styles was awesome because that was like going straight back. That was like, boom, you're back into Attitude Era. This is what you wanted, AJ. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted, Alan. Say my wife's name. How old am I? He's like, you ain't nothing but a bitch. And then freaking choke slams him off the freaking building. Like, it was great. It was very entertaining. I was very pleasantly surprised by that. I was like, oh, man, you know, it's pre-filmed. It's not in the ring. Because I was wondering. I was like, how are they going to do Taker's entrance? Because Taker's entrance, no joke, is like 10 minutes long for him to get to the ring. It's a whole bunch of smoke, fire, songs playing, and this and that. And he puts on the, this grand entrance. You want to go to Mania to see Taker to do this grand entrance. And uh, he came out. And it was it was pre-filmed. And freaking. It was great. Like It, it took me back to being that kid. And uh, for however long that match was. like a half, I think it was like a half hour long match. I was free man. I was that kid. I wasn't worrying about shit. It, it did its job. Say what you want about wrestling, but it did its job. It entertained me. It allowed me to escape, and it was so awesome. Uh, the wife was in bed. The kid was in bed, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be all quiet. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, kick his ass. Like, kick his ass. Do it. Throw him off a freaking thing. I was so into that match. It was great. It was so great to escape it. Like I said, of everything going on right now, so many people not having a job, me not having a job, being, being whatever, being laid off, furloughed, worrying about bills, this and that. For that half hour, man, being free was so awesome. Like, I was so, so happy about that. Uh, 
Like I didn't have to worry about the roof over our head. I didn't have to worry about food on the table. I didn't have to worry about car notes. I didn't have to worry about keeping the lights on and everything. Everything that goes on with daily living, right? I was like, oh, so entertaining. But man, like that was great. It was a great fun time on that match. But on the whole, WrestleMania, WrestleMania was a fail. Like it was, it was a huge fail. I, I didn't enjoy all of Mania. I enjoyed certain matches. I did not enjoy all of Mania. And uh, my father-in-law came over last night to watch the second half. He didn't watch the first half, but he got to watch the second half. And uh, it's on the network, so I'm sure we'll pull it up at some point. But um, he was like, "Man, he was like, this mania sucks. <laughs> like this mania is horrible." And I was like, yeah, I'm like, it's, it's a unique situation. Like, they got a shirt of, like, WrestleMania 36. I wasn't there because obviously you can't go there. But um, I don't know. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Edge came back at Royal Rumble. Edge came back at the Rumble. Uh, Edge was gone for nine years because of his neck. Like, his neck literally ended his career. Like, if you were to take another hit, you'd be paralyzed, blah, blah, blah. Um, I watched the 24 documentary about Edge. And they were doing the documentary when he came back when he came back at Mania, and at Mania, but at um, the Rumble, at Royal Rumble. And he's like, well, this documentary just got different because it was supposed to be like, how is he dealing with life outside of it? He's been in different things. He's been in Haven. He's been on Vikings and stuff like that. He's done some acting. He stayed busy that way, which is important. Like I said, you know, you go from losing your dream job, right? Which his was wrestling. You go from losing your dream job to nothing. Like it's not, it wasn't your choice. It just your body gave out and it's like yeah, you know it's a huge change and a lot of us are dealing with a huge change right now but he he stayed busy he had some kind of normalcy there for a little while it was real rough his wife beth he was married he's married to beth phoenix if you don't know and she's an announcer on nxt the nxt brand but he started getting acting have some normalcy he had second second surgery second fusion above the first fusion and he woke up and he had no headache like he didn't know he had a headache he had it so long he didn't know he had it he just got used to it like that's new normal that's the way things were going to be he woke up and there's no headache it was great he was working out with Seamus they were biking or whatever and Edge wiped out right Adam wiped out his real name's Adam Copeland wiped out went down and his neck didn't hurt like that jarring mo- motion would normally just wrecked him and he was like, wow, my neck doesn't hurt. And that's when the wheels started turning of like, maybe I can come back. Maybe I can go back to wrestling. So, of course, started working in the ring, all this, get the ring rust off and get used to it, get conditioned and all that because you got to be in really good physical condition to do stuff. And came back at Rumble and uh, went out, did his little thing, uh, speared a whole bunch of people. And... Beth was like, it's never, it was never supposed to, she goes, I didn't know it was going to be physical. I thought I was just going to go out there, talk, come back. And she was so worried about him. And he comes back and he's like, yeah, like this is it. So him and Orton had a match, a last man standing match last night, second night of Mania last night. It was a hell of a match. It was so good. Like uh, that match was good. I, I enjoyed that match too. So there's, there's probably match three or match four. That actually enjoyed Mania out of all Mania. But the rest of Mania just was like, ugh, it sucked. It didn't, um, it didn't seem like Mania. I mean, it 
it was weird. It was very different. It's very hard to watch Raw. It's very hard to watch SmackDown right now uh, without a crowd. It's very, very different. I don't know if I like it or not. I like certain aspects of it because you can really, like when someone gets chopped, gets slapped in the chest, gets a chop, uh, you can hear it. You can really crisply hear it hit, and you know it hurts because I know how it's done, and it's literally you're taking a forearm and the backhand to the chest <laughs> like straight out there's there's no other way to describe it it's it's full on you're getting you're getting smacked like take a chair shot yeah the chair lands flat on you but you're still getting at the end of the day you're still getting hit with an iron chair the tables are prepped to for you to go through them now, sometimes they're not prepped enough but the tables are prepped for you to go through them for them to break away but you're still going through a table you still know you're going through a table you're still hitting the table like you're still taking something you're still feeling something and sometimes, like I said, they're not prepped right and, you know, getting smacked on a table that doesn't, that's designed to fall or prep to fall apart, that's cut to fall apart and doesn't fall apart, uh, tends to suck a little bit. But they were all chair shotting each other on top of this freaking big rig trailer and um, there was a truck that um they were both fighting on top of and they walked on top of they tested the tonneau cover and i was like oh the tonneau cover is going to give right like you look at it, you're like oh the tonneau cover like you're going to get slammed on it the tonneau cover is going to give they got slammed on it and the tonneau cover didn't give like it was supposed to you could tell where it was prepped at but it wasn't prepped good enough or whatever something happened to where the prep wasn't good enough and it didn't give and you could tell that they were like holy crap um like this was a bad idea <laughs> like now we're laying here all screwed up this wasn't a bad idea but it ended on top of uh the semi trailer and just getting slammed on that like those don't give at all like that that's old school way of doing it and uh it was awesome it was awesome to see it it was awesome to see that match and i was like yeah they're gonna like orton and edge are going to lay it all out on the line absolutely all out on the line and they did like they went out and they did the best they could do in the circumstances they they had, and uh, it was great to see it. Again, that match harked back to Attitude Era, and so many people, myself included, are like, they need to go back to Attitude Era. They need to get away from PG crap. They need to go back to Attitude Era, of where they used to have tack matches and barbed wire baseball bat matches and flaming tables and just everything. Like, go back to that. Stop getting away from this be safe kitty kitty stuff and go back to that like that's what we want i understand they're trying to bring the new generation in but man i'm like uh just damn it you know <laughs> it sucks it sucks getting older because things change and they tend to leave you behind and all that but yeah mania on a whole it's just weak it was real weak it didn't it didn't really feel like a mania at all but uh, let me know. Go over to facebook.com slash real nerd alert, facebook.com slash real nerd alert. And let me know what you thought about Mania. Did you watch it? What'd you think about it? What was your favorite match, least favorite match? Um, how do you, how do you like wrestling? If you watch wrestling, how do you like wrestling without a live crowd right now? It's real weird. It's I don't know how to, how to feel about it. I don't know whether I should like it or whether I should hate it. Uh, but it is there it's again. Facebook.com slash real nerd. Let me, let me know what you think about that. And over there, love interacting with you guys. And that's going to do it for this episode. Keep it short and sweet. And I uh, hope all of you are doing the best that you possibly can right now in the circumstances that we were given. It's unprecedented times, I know. But thank you for listening. And I will talk again to you guys tomorrow because I have 
I have a whole bunch of stuff on my plate uh, with the podcast that I need to catch up on and do all that. So going to be quite a few episodes coming out in a very short matter of time. But other than that, guys, thanks for listening. This has been signing off for the Nerd Alert Podcast, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.